Luke hasn't seen the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. Holy shit. No, I haven't. There it is. Yep. Wait, wait, we can't do that. No, we have to actually hang on. Just do a greetings. There we go. Uh. Live from Cool Boys Center. Look at the boss down there. I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just a young boy. <gasps> so cool. So cool. So cool. Oh, she cool boy. Greetings, cool boy nation. <laughs> Greetings, cool boy nation. And welcome to the most special installment of the cool boys podcast ever. Hey, you know what they say? This is what I always like to say. I'm Felk. <laughs> I'm Ballard. So cool. Uh, oh, I love it when a plan falls apart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A big plan fell apart, but we cannot disclose what. Oh, yeah, we had a topic tonight, and we will never discuss it again. We had a show tonight. We had a show tonight. <laughs> we'll never discuss again. You'll, yes, the show that shall not, not be named. Okay. Yeah. And now there's two of us. <laughs> just the two of us. We can make, make it, it if, if we, we try. try. Just the two of us. You and, Was that written for fucking uh, Jaden Smith? No, that wasn't written. Well, okay. So I think he like stole the song just the two of us or whatever and yeah yeah it's, it's, it already, yeah it's already existing song <laughs> yeah. but like most modern rappers they just take an already good song and then add Sample. like jesus walks to it and then it's a Sample. great new song jesus walks with me yeah um it's yeah sampled yeah i seriously have I, when i said on our previous podcast that will never air uh is true i have that uh this song's gonna get stuck inside you this song's gonna get stuck inside you this song's gonna get stuck inside your head head uh in my head from have you seen the lego movie two no okay nope. have you seen the first one yes did you like I've the seen first them one? all i've seen them all but lego movie two i i've seen Le the first lego movie and i've seen lego batman obviously which i love Batman's fun i didn't like it the first time i saw it i liked it more the second time Oh, really? Jago is a lot better than I thought it was. I, see, that, that looked terrible. The trailer looked so bad. I was like, I'm not going to bother with that. That's for that's for the actual kids, I think. It is. But you know what? Uh, there's some good voice acting and there's some actual, you know, funny moments there. I, they did a fairly good job. I, I see how it's become, you know, you know, marginalized into a, a brand. It's obvious. It's obvious. But I still liked it. Yeah, uh, the the sequel's good. I, I like that it, it plays around with the the Chris Pratt, Pratt persona because there's basically two Pratts. There's the fat Pratt who's lovable, and then there's the tough, rugged Indiana Jones Chris Pratt. And they uh, incorporated that into the movie, uh, and it has really catchy uh, tunes. Uh, Lonely Island, I think, can actually make good music. It's weird how they they started out being a parody band, and now they're like they have legitimately like catchy songs that are just very ironic. I know you kind of like the Lonely Island. Yeah, yeah. Their parody songs I thought were actually fairly good, to be honest, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I mean, because when they bring in, like, T-Pain or, or Michael Bolton or something, it's like, well, you're going to get good singing or whatever T-Pain does. Yeah. Did they do Michael Bolton or are you thinking of Screen Junkies? Honest sure there's had Michael Bolton. No, Michael Bolton's in in uh, the movie. They never stop stopping. Oh, okay. Uh, by the way, yeah. Incredible, yeah, that awesome. Incredible Dreams. Yeah, that's great. Pop star, yeah. It's okay. It's it, it, it stretched thin. Yeah, you're right. I think you said a long time ago on an episode uh, that it would have been better if it was just a 45 minute uh, HBO yeah. like documentary. And yeah, it would have been just like Seven Days in Hell and uh, 
Yeah. The Tour de France one, whatever it's called. Yeah. Now that I have HBO again, I'm just like, what have I missed? You know, like, because, you know, I only have HBO when Game of Thrones is on. You only need it for 12 weeks out of, well, six less. weeks out of the year now. Yeah, less. We got two more weeks left of Game of Thrones and we'll know how it all ends. Don't date it. We have weeks left. <laughs> no, no, you don't need to mention Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, who knows? All right. Well, cool, boys. We don't have anything. We, what are we talking about, Cox? Oh, yeah. What? You want to open up Cox to me? All right. You, you want me to read? Okay. Well, cool, boys. I don't think we can get any more introductory than that. Time to move on to our cool boys show topic is what I always like to say. Wow. Report preliminary findings. Not worried about her. We got to keep him gagged. Cool boy nation. Pop your cocks and drop your tops. It might be interesting and important for you to know. It's time for our cool boy show topic. Hey, I like that. Spoilers. So cool. And that show topic is... Nothing. Cox? No, Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. You've not seen it. Oh, you want me to do it? Okay, all right, all right. All right, let me pull it up. Pull it up, Felk. Pull it up. You know, Google doesn't won't care they'll still give it to you but i always type the hyphen between spider and man because i know that you're supposed to get there not everyone gets it yeah no, a lot of people don't think it's not spider-man it's not it's spider man but batman is uh bruce wayne's secret last name he's uh bruce wayne batman um felk ant-man hyphen or no hyphen hyphen yes yeah that's correct Oh, I Tom Holland's warning me not to watch this. That's right. Haven't seen spoilers. Yet, stop watching because there's some serious spoilers about to come up. But if you have seen Avengers Endgame, enjoy the trailer. Everywhere I go, I see his face. Oh, shit. I miss him. Yeah, I miss him too. I don't think Tony would have done what he did. If he didn't know that you were going to be here after he was gone. Yeah, Tony also could have just had Captain Marvel do it five minutes earlier. But she had to take a selfie. <laughs> you going to be the next Iron Man now? Well, no, I don't have time. I'm too busy doing your job. What? Oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Look, keep up the good work. Oh, Spider-Man's dissing a black cop. Heads up. Nick Fury's calling you. I didn't realize that officer was black. Because if you don't talk to him, then I have to talk to him. I don't want to talk to him. You sent Nick Fury to voicemail? I gotta go. You do not ghost Nick Fury. There's too much cell phones in the Spider-Man movies. We're just talking about the trip. I'm here in St. Marco Polo. No, that's, no that's, that makes oh, sense. Oh, wow, they're in Europe. <laughs> well, then you can talk about Europe. <laughs> There's nothing to reference there. There's no connections. This is Mr. Beck. I don't like to see the Rachel and all of the universe. Just not ours. The snap to our hole in our dimension. You're saying there's a multiverse? <gasps> you have a job to do. There's a multiverse. Mm-hmm. There's got to be someone else you can use. What about Thor? Off world. Captain Marvel. Unavailable. Yeah, oh, Captain Marvel's unavailable, Ballard. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man. Thor's off world. Bitch, please. You've been to space. What do you want, Peter? I, I don't like how Nick Fury's kind of forcing a 15-year-old boy to risk his life. <laughs> 16. Or almost 16. Very close. God, they, Zendaya can be pretty, but they do not try to make her look good. That's so when she op they open up the door and she goes, you know, you just won the jackpot, Tiger. She can look amazing. 
I don't know if she can pull that off. Yeah, she can pull that off. Of course she can pull that off. She's a very beautiful woman. This looks awful. Awful? Yeah. Is it over? No, it's still, it's Spidey's in a black suit running from a Spider-Man, from a, from a, from a fireball. Uh, John Favreau saying I work with Spider-Man, not for Spider-Man. Yeah, because you work with people. <laughs> people work with you now, not for you at Marvel. Yep, that's right. Uh, I feel bad for John Favreau. Well, not really, because he's probably got no. paid like 10 million to s sit in front of a, you know, with this fucking fat belly, fucking fam to Jansen every night and just just tells people like, oh, yeah, make make that. I can't remember the fucking name of the cub from what's the name of the, the lion from Lion King Simba. Simba. Yeah. Make Simba hairier, furrier. <laughs> yeah. Make Meanwhile, a, a shorthand cut cook is like in the corner, making him up quesadillas and shit like that. And Cuban uh, Cubano. Sandwiches. He's got a food truck. He's, he's got his own fucking <laughs> yeah, food truck. Yeah. Making falls him around. Yeah. The Cubano sandwiches. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Chef. Great movie, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Guy directs and stars in his own movie, and he's fucking uh, Scarlett Johansson. It's just like a casual side thing, and his ex-wife is uh, a hot Latina chick whose name I can't remember. From yeah, it's Family. it doesn't sound that far. Vera Farmiga. No, it's not Vera Farmiga. It's the other one. What's her name? Modern Family oh. chick. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, We're both racist for not being able to remember. Esperanza Gomez. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> but people who know that name know who I'm talking about. Uh, is it a porn star? <laughs> yes. Sophia Vergara. I knew that. And now we can Sophia. move. And now we can move on. <laughs> uh, I knew that too. Yeah. Okay. So what I always thought was correct, because there, there's been like debates. I think I uh, read Letter Media or maybe Screen Junkies. We're like, like, is it, that's no, no. Spider-Man: Far From Home is before it, uh, Infinity War, right? Because it has yeah, to. Yeah, I think I think it was a thought process that people had to kind of fake themselves into a, or lull themselves into a, a safety net that, like, oh, maybe Infinity War, the snap really happened, and that's why this movie takes place before it. Because wouldn't it be crazy if he was on that bus at the? And a far from home, and it's this bus. He's on the beginning. Here's the thing: on the bus in Infinity War, when he lands, and Tony's all like, "Oh, hey, Spider-Man, where where you been? Thanks for saving me." He's like, "Oh, we were on the way to the fucking mat." Moma. And he gets fucking Moma. Oh yeah, Moma. And yeah. then he gets the you know, whatever. Yeah, knocked. Field trip so, to the Moma. Yeah, he's on his way to the field trip. So it's not the far from home thing. So no, I no, no, no. Here's that. here's what I'm saying: is that like it clearly was a spoiler. It was like, wish. It was a it spoiler was that everything kind of goes back to normal, but uh, I, like I did, I did not expect Endgame to leave us in the state that it did, which is we're now a world whoa, where whoa, five spoilers for Endgame here. Uh, we talked about that. Tom Holland warned us already. He warned me. Oh, you're playing that audio for sure. Okay, cool. Sure, I, I don't care. So my, my point is that yeah, yeah, I was like, okay, so it's Nick Fury talking to him because Iron Man's clearly dead. And everything, at least somewhat, is back to normal. Now, it didn't spoil the whole thing that in-game... I don't know if everything's back to normal. No, no, no. no. Yeah, I, I, th I thought it was. But in-game, uh, they cut around all the shit where everybody's like, oh, it's so weird that half of everybody's five years older now and half of us just missed out on the last five years. That does, like, leave an impact, which, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a 
there is some actual impact in that. Like now we're a different world than the world that we know fundamentally, because in this world, half of everybody lost out on five years and the world thought they were gone for five years and everybody has to get back to that. Although to be honest, I think it's going to be heavily addressed in Spider-Man far from home addressed a couple times in the next movie and then never mentioned again after that. I mean, are, are barely referenced. It'll be like the fucking Netflix shows where they're like the incident that happened in New York. Like Mm -hmm. they occasionally give lip service to it. And that's just a way to deal with the mild need for the Netflix shows to take place in a world in which um, hell's kitchen is still a crime ridden, like bad part of town and, and not like whole foods in like $10,000 a month one bedroom apartments because it's gentrified as fuck in real life. But they they use the idea that the attacks on New York's uh, in, in 2012 uh, in the movie, the Avengers, not the September 11th uh, attacks uh, that really happened uh, and are never mentioned in the Marvel universe. So maybe nine 11 didn't happen, but that's a whole nother conversation. But those attacks somehow, <laughs> how made, uh, made uh, not Harlem, I guess just hell's kitchen into a bad part of town where crime rules. But that's never, of course, been addressed in the movie MCUs. Uh, the well, MCU. Why would they? They're not. They're not into that. They don't they, give that well, shit. Well, they do. They do address it ever so slightly. So, like, if you're willing to give, you know, away to the fact that in uh, Captain America: Civil War, when Spider-Man's jumping away from like Winter Soldier, and he goes, "What the?" or "Oh my God!" before something happens, this is a reaction is essentially his way of Spidey sense. Mm-hmm. Then you have to you have to also then acknowledge moments like in Spider-Man: Homecoming. When, like, Tony's talking to Peter and he says, essentially, like, this is below our pay grade. So there are people that do this type of stuff. And the Defenders aren't really, like, a, re- a real team. I mean, they're just random fucking vigilantes at that point. I mean, they only kind of get together once. And I guess only once as ever they will get together. Um, and they just Yeah, get we'll never see them for, together again. I don't know. We'll never see them get together. And they get together essentially just to dig up giant dragon bones to just bury them. Yeah, that was the, I mean, that's the about defenders it. sucked. Defenders was a huge letdown, and uh, it was. And, and, and I hated. I could not stand that every time we were in like, hey, well, guess what? We're in Daredevil scenes. It's red. Hey, we're in Jessica. Yeah, that Jones was scenes. awful. It's purple. Hey, we're Luke Casey's. It's yellow. Guess what? Danny Rand. It's a green scene. Yeah. Like I hated that. I did too. I hated that. And I thought, oh, maybe this will be episode one only. Is this way? No. Whole fucking time, the whole series. I didn't notice it much after the first, like, maybe two episodes, but it did distract me uh, that, like... You know the episode where they're in the restaurant? They make sure to have every color somehow in every single shot when they're in the restaurant. I mean, I don't, I'm not opposed to that kind of shit because um, Steven Soderbergh's done that in a couple of movies, uh, Contagion, but he also used it in Traffic really well, where, like, Tijuana's kind of orangey and DC's blue. But that's because you've got all these storylines happening that's all no across stock. America. He's also using different films. That's true. He's, he's not he's not just turning it fucking blue and in, in premiere. Right. He's not just putting gels on lights to make it a red light. I don't think they even use gels. I think that was in the in the edit personally. Oh, you think they're just doing masks? They're just doing literally masks. Well, I don't I mean Marvel's Marvel's like the biggest proponent of log style shooting. So I don't think you're gonna see much color grading in camera. They 
that, but that, I don't know if that transfers to the Netflix shows, which are run by different people. But my but point they, is, I, is that I think in, they do as much as they can in the Netflix shows in camera because of the fact they have to turn around so fast. Maybe, maybe you're yeah, that, that may be true. Cause they have totally, I mean, it's you can't compare that to the movies, but my yeah. point is I mentioned traffic because that was it's orientation. When you cut to fucking Benicio del Toro in, in yellow. Tijuana, it's more like an orange, but it kind of, that is kind of how Tijuana yeah, feels yellow, yeah. just, just in the sky. And then mm-hmm. DC being blue and, and then other there's other places that have different tents as well it just it helps uh, you with the Hoya is like uh just white it's like white light yeah it's over it's like oversaturated yeah yeah so like that helps you with orientation because you meet you cut to a different place you're immediately reminded of where that's taking place because they're all over the place my point is that in defenders they'll cut between fucking six blocks over yeah. and, and all of a sudden everything's yellow when it was previously fucking purple Right, exactly. It's yeah, like that's yeah. that's that, that's disorienting because they're all within walking distance of each other. Mm-hmm. So it was like it was dumb. I don't know. What's our fucking show topic tonight? Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I don't know that I care that much. I guess I'll see it in theaters, but. Um, I just think it's too soon. Yeah, it does. I need some time to fucking process. See, I get that Sony wants to make their money. I get that Sony needed to market the movie they wanted to market at the time they needed to market it, even though it may have been a slight spoiler to the the storyline of Spider-Man and, and Avengers Endgame. But I, I just like, it's like I don't know. Well, we, I know I also read somewhere that Marvel really pushed hard, like really fucking hard at Sony to like, please do not release this movie in 2019. Really, Rele- release it in 2020. And they were and like Sony was like, no, we need to release this movie in 2019. I agree with Marvel because Sony just had their Spider-Man and it's got an Oscar. Like you got your own fucking thing going on and, and let Marvel have the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Don't fuck around with the MCU more than you have to. And like Samuel L. Jackson. That's part of the reason people think too, by the way. Samuel L. Jackson, he'll he'll do any movie. I mean, he's in so many fucking VOD movies. I it's not surprising that they can get him. They have Tom Holland director under contract. I don't know what John Favreau is doing there, but he, I know I don't know how he feels about Disney. Oh, he's probably on lend from Disney. There's got to be Just bad. Like Tony was on lend. Yeah, I mean, you'd think they have a pretty tight leash on John Favreau at this point. Considering, hang on, hang on. Happy was in Homecoming as well, yeah. so he's our he's our conduit from the MCU. Yeah, in both films. Tony was our conduit from the MCU. In He's the- kind of the Coulson of the Sony MCU. He is. You're absolutely very good call. So Tony is our conduit as well in, in Spider-Man Homecoming. And you had the slight nods to, to Steve Rogers. More, more fa- I think Favreau had more scenes in Homecoming than Tony Stark. He did. He did. He definitely did. Yeah. Um, so for Far From Home, I don't. we have, I guess, Nick Fury is going to be our second conduit to the MCU? I guess. I, I, I kind of feel like Nick Fury should retire as well at this point like do we need no we need him we need someone that can that can be the 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 godlike voice the narrator for our characters but they've already deconstructed him i mean i I haven't seen captain marvel but i know i know they ruin they ruin making his you see i've always assumed his eye patch was some badass fucking war victim yeah, if you want me to spoil that shit, I'll spoil that. I, I think right I now. already had. Well, I, I, there's a cat in the movie that's an alien, and he's like yeah. being nice to the cat, was, and the cat like just takes his eye out, but he's like no, not, not really. mad at the cat. Yes. Yes and no. Yes and no. So it was yes on the fact that yes, that there's an alien cat, and yes, it's like the cat. You know, uh, he's he, he scratches his eye out. Uh, he there is no reason 
for the cat to scratch his eye out when it does it. Okay. I guess he touches its stomach, and it doesn't like its stomach being touched or something, but I don't recall that being the case. I've only seen the movie once. Um, and then what? after it happens, he's like, it's fine. And then like people like are like, is that going to be okay? And he's like, it's fine. And then it just keeps getting worse throughout the movie, and then and then he has a patch on at the end. I, I I don't see the point of Fury anymore. <laughs> this is my point. I, I, he he was he was necessary to bring the Avengers together. Obviously, you need him for those first. But he's in uh, he's in he's not really an Iron Man, so I don't count that. He's an Iron Man two and Avengers. That's it, right? Okay, so you're gonna be like, oh yeah, that's why they need Fury in five years. Yeah, when they really hit hard, the Secret Invasion. Or secret, secret wars. You know, wars. Yeah, like that. That will be the reason why Fury exists. Because a, he'll be like the huge leader of the resistance against it, and then it'll be the major twist at the end. Will be like, oh, and he's the real scroll too. Nick Fury's the scroll. Couldn't they just have what's her name? Marsha Hill, Maria Hill. Maria Hill be scroll. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, she could even be the. Uh, yeah, maybe she was the, the, the. She always felt like she was a redundant Nick Fury, anyways. She could be the Scroll Queen this whole time. Yeah, so it's can... possible. Absolutely. You know what's weird is in Winter Soldier they show a young photo of Nick Fury, and he's bald, <laughs> and uh, they they and he's meeting Robert like you know reference character Alexander Pierce for the first time, and then they that's like you assume that's about the same time Captain Marvel's taking place because it's the same time Alexander Pierce ever met Nick Fury, hmm. and. In the Captain Marvel film, he looks nothing like that. So that could also be a way they could retcon that later. Just be like, hey, look, he was actually a scroll then. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't know. Who knows anymore? I, so apparently I there need was a, a break. Clip. I need a break. So, okay, let's, let's talk about – let's be super up-to-date and current. Uh, news just dropped that Star Wars movies are taking a break. And we – after yeah. the – duh. Rise of, is it Rise of Skywalker or The Rise of Skywalker? I don't give a shit. I think it's uh, Skywalker Rises in the Morning. No, it's... Wait, is it The Rise of Skywalker or is it The Skywalker Rises? The Skywalker Night Rises. Tell me the actual title, Ballard. Rise of the Fallen Skywalker. Is it the... Okay, is it Rise of the Skywalker or I don't The Rise of Skywalker? I don't care. All right, after I am that a movie... a huge Star Wars fan. I don't give I a watched shit. Every single Star Wars movie with my kids on May the 4th this year. I don't give a shit about about episodes. It is the nine. rise of Skywalker. That's dumb. Why is there a thud in there, JJ? There's, it's not the return of the Jedi. It's not the, well, I guess it is the Empire Strikes Back. Uh, but it's not the Star Wars. It is, yeah. Uh, the Attack of the Clones. Yeah, it's not the Attack of the Clones. Or <laughs> the, the Revenge, Revenge of, of the, the Jedi. Jedi. The or, Revenge or, of the Sith. Or The Phantom Menace, you know? It's, it's just The Phantom, New Hope. It's just Phantom Menace. <laughs> the New Hope's not bad, actually. The uh, New Hope. All right, so it's, it, after that, we, we don't get a movie until 2022. You're the Superman? Ah, yeah. We don't, we don't need to do that. <laughs> I, 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 don't like even, I don't like The Batman. I don't like it as the title of the movie. I don't like it. I as, hate it. What? I hate it. It's it should just be Batman. You know, you know exactly what I want the next Batman movie to be titled. Batman Victorious? No. What is that? What did I think the third film in the uh, 
Chris Nolan trilogy was going to be? I don't remember. Begins with a C. Cunt? No, yeah. That's <laughs> what I want. The cunt, man. No. No, just Batman, colon, cunt. <laughs> cunt days. Um, no, I, I just wanted the Cape Crusader. Oh, yeah, that wouldn't. That, that, they would never I know that. that would never fly, but I want that the most. They gave that line to a fucking drunk Russian chick because they couldn't. They didn't think it sounded right. The Cape Crusader. Um. Far From Home, apparently they released a clip. I haven't watched it, but I read a synopsis of the clip. There's your information, Cool Boy Nation. And it said, like, Jake Gyllenhaal was, like, called the MCU Earth 616 in the movie. Now, yeah. the MCU has been referred to outside of the movies, you know, in real life. As Earth 199999 or something like that. Yeah, it's 99999. Yeah. One it's not, nine, well, it's not nine, important because like there's there's no other combination of ones and, and then a series of nines that are significant. It's one one and five nines. That's not right. Uh, okay, well, so we're, yeah, that that would that would fuck up their whole theory though. Uh, if 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 the MCU is six one six, or or does six one six just refer to Earth as we know it? Because obviously the MCU is not Earth as we know it anymore. It's just it's just it, here's the thing. Here's the real thing about Far From Home. You're missing here. The, the twist the twist is already given. Oh, Mysterio's a good guy. He's he's gonna help a spider. Yeah, man. that's obvious, yeah. Like, give me a break. Mysterio is obviously switching around at the end and he's gonna be like, I've been the bad guy. And these elementals have been my visual effects this whole I thought, time. I thought I thought I thought Mysterio didn't have powers and he was just like fucking around. Like he, he, he is. He's a visual effects artist, a stunt man that essentially knows how to do the shit right. He's like he's like a magician, like an illusionist mixed with like a visual effects artist. Like he's like the best of that. This movie really makes it seem like he has powers. And that's his visual effects style, right? I don't I don't know if that's a good idea. I think that green smoke that or cloud that he makes around him is to help hide some of his uh Maybe Spider-Man, or not Spider-Man, sorry, Iron Man-like technology he has. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't like seeing Jake Gyllenhaal in this universe. I, I, I don't like seeing him either, but I love me some Jake Gyllenhaal. I like Jake Gyllenhaal when he's playing a little creepy and weird. I, I My first Jake Gyllenhaal experience um would have been donnie, donnie, darko. donnie darko now I, yeah, yeah. I know he was in october sky before that dude what I, are you talking about city slickers is probably your first experience but whatever he was in he was in city slickers he's one of the he's kids a little boy yeah uh, he was uh billy crystal's kid uh, i did not uh know that uh have you ever seen prisoners no i still haven't seen prisoners i hear good things i <gasps> oh my i know i really God. like the director prisoners is so good yeah Jake like when am i in amazing. a fucking mood to watch that movie though like wh when do i need to be Dude, more that's sad what my and depressed? wife said too and then i fucking sat her down and tricked her into watching it and she was thankful what did she, she say said, she, i she was, was thankful i just i i know a, a basics of the plot and i'm like well that sounds awfully depressing and sad it does sound depressing but it's a good movie you have to watch it yeah I, I have to watch it. I, see, I, after after uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, I I started revisiting Denis Villeneuve's movies because I, I loved I loved Blade Runner yeah twenty forty nine so much. Yes, um, you I watched Enemy, and I was like, so this guy's just fucking around. No, Enemy's great. <laughs> Enemy makes no goddamn sense. Fuck you, Arrival. Do you hate Arrival? Uh, 
I don't think Arrival is anywhere near as good as, <gasps> as people think it is. I think, dude, I, I, I was bawling in the theaters. I was full on a train wreck, crying in that first ten minutes. Okay, well, I, I was, I was guessing what was happening very quickly. I guessed the twist very quickly, and I also immediately thought of the first episode of DS9 because it's basically whoa, the exact whoa, same. Spoilers twist. for Arrival. Spoilers for Star Trek. DS9, the first episode, I can't remember the name of. How dare you? It has the exact same twist, though, that the uh, aliens are uh, fucking with time and the things we're seeing as flashbacks are actually, uh, our things we're seeing as flash forwards are actually flashbacks. Or no, the thing we're thinking are flashbacks are actually flash forwards. Right. Um, we have to go back, Kate. Don't do that, movies and television. Uh, this goes goes to. We have to go back. Goes to. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I get with with um, the arrival. There is an in continuity in story reason for that to be happening. The aliens are fucking with her brain as she learns their language, so she's actually seeing flash forwards occasionally. And we think it's that the, it's 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 their communication style. In in um, the first. And technically, second season of Westworld, in which we find out that a don't uh, spoil concur- Westworld concurrent concurrent storyline was actually something happened, you know, fifty years or whatever in the past. <gasps> uh, that's just because Jonathan Nolan is trying to pretend to be as smart as Christopher Nolan, and didn't understand that there's fundamental rules of storytelling that you don't break, lest you seem like you're just fucking with the audience. You mean like changing the visual look of the character so drastically that, that you, you never wouldn't guess? believe that he would ever age into the other person? Yes. <laughs> like, what? Jimmy Simpson doesn't look anything like Ed Harris? What are you talking about? Like, I, like Ed Harris has been famous for longer than the age difference between him and the character of Jimmy Simpson. Yeah, and Jimmy Simpson also has a very, very specific the, nose. Yeah, a very specific look in general. His his yes. entire skull shape is kind of weird and distinctive. Yes. Hence, hence him being able to play a, a, an inbred character in the characterized the I think whichever okay, McPoyle you're, brother you're, you're he is. You're being very nice about the McPoyles here. Okay, yes, <laughs> they're inbred. The McPoyles are, for all intents and purposes. <laughs> gross like inbred monsters people. mutant people yeah yes, they're mutant people you can't have him play normal people, people look and you sure as fuck can't have him play young ed harris ed harris is a handsome gorgeous man oh yeah I, I, leathered yeah i rewatched uh some of the right stuff because i couldn't watch all of it because it's fucking almost four hours long but uh he, he's great in that and, and he you know that was the 80s early 80s maybe that was 79 it's an old movie. Yeah, it, it's 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 the stuff though. Then, like when you watch Ed Harris, you're like, Ed, you should have shaved your head a little bit more. You know, your your balding was a little eh, too awkward. I, 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 I love his abyss hair. He has the just amount of right amount of stubble. That's that's when he gets his hair finally right. Abyss James came in. Yeah, James came in and said, Ed, we're gonna clean this up yeah. and we're gonna make you look like a star now. I see the. I think the abyss is peak Ed Harris. Though. I think the abyss is maybe one of the best underrated films of all time well you get in the whole issue that there's two versions of it oh and i only go by the special edition the special edition is the worst version that's the only that's it. the only time i think the james that's the only jim Cam- jim cameron special you don't edition like the russian shit huh i i don't i don't like the fucking the fact that the special edition makes the aliens just into 
dicks who were about to kill all of us with waves because they didn't like the Nazis when they like looked at our archival footage. It's like, hey, we've done good shit too, including defeating those Nazis. You didn't fucking do that. We took care of that problem ourselves and it's learned important lessons. Nazis. It's not just Nazis, but but, but no, no. You know seeing Ed Harris, t- seeing Ed Harris text, "I love you, wife." The, the the aliens were like, "All right, let's spare the planet." That fucking ru- kind of ruins the movie, and I'm glad that the theatrical cut doesn't have it because it, it is weird. The theatrical cut to me is is much more accessible. The special edition of the Abyss is like three hours long. Yeah, it's very long. I okay. My favorite thing about the special edition is literally the thing you hate the most. It's the fact that the aliens want to kill them at the end and they do it with waves. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's my favorite part. When I watched the original version and I saw and I got to the end, I was like, all right, that's all right, I guess. And then I saw the special edition. And I was like, oh, wait, you're telling me there was a whole point where the aliens became like like malice and like decided to kill humanity with waves. In which case, by the way, Michael Bean's character is in the right. It, he is. And <laughs> he's the hero that they shouldn't have prevented because they should have let him kill the fucking aliens. They were, they were dangerous. Very true. And it also proves that James Cameron can do literally whatever the fuck he wants to do with his special effects house, digital domain, because he had them create these waves and then, he just fucking cut them from the movie. He spent all this money on gorgeous, in 1989, yeah. photorealistic waves. I think I think they were finished for the Laserdisc. I, I, they weren't finished by the time the movie was in theaters. They are photorealistic still. I mean, they, they, they honestly look like projections to some extent. I'm not sure how he did that effect. I yeah. don't either. It looks like he got waves. And then he projected them. No, maybe. And he then he like maybe extended them with some of his water effect that he created for it. But my God, no, it's good. It's a. It was a. I mean, that's the thing. James Cameron's effects age almost flawlessly. Almost. There's some rear projection shit in Aliens and maybe T2 that don't quite hold up, but almost everything else holds up perfectly. T2, it's like maybe honestly two shots. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I agree. it, oh, and aliens is just running. It's just running from the uh, the carrier crashing. That yeah, shot doesn't it, it, yeah. line the drop up. Right. Ship. Yeah, the, the drop, drop ship. ship. Yeah, the drop yeah, ship. Yeah, the drop crashing ship. does not quite line up. But other than that, it's pretty much flawless because it's practical. I love the tracers on the lights when they're circling the um, the uh, uh, compound from the drop ship in the beginning, and you're look you're watching it through their cameras, and there's tracers on the lights. It's just like those details are so fucking amazing. Um, uh, through the monitor when they're watching it through the monitor. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, um, the only been thing the monitor, I, I would really ever discredit Cameron for, it, and it, and it honestly, once again, it's like, what the fuck? How can you discredit this? This is like his technically his quote unquote first film. Uh, the Terminator. Yeah, Terminator has, has, has one flaws. shot going down the hallway, and that's probably like his worst shot ever if you count the terminator as his first film there's some no there's there's a lot in the actually i I would say the terminator is still him getting out of the roger corman days like there's still some flaws there visually yeah Uh, but that hallway shot is the only one that's atrocious what's the shot it's the one where the uh exoskeleton's coming down the hallway and they're both closing the door and it's like and it's like kind of on fire there's some prosthetics when arnold's taking his eye out too that just like looks so fucking oh Yeah, but that's not visual effects. That's prosthetics and stuff. I guess I, I it all is visual effects. That's old school visual effects. Yeah. Very, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's I, uh, I, I think much more <clears throat> so modernly. I guess of uh, digital. This is stop motion animation doesn't quite work. 
But uh, after that, after T2. Oh, yeah, but honestly, that head, Arnold, uh, that bathroom head removing the eye scene yeah. is still better than the head Paul Verhoeven uses in Total Recall. Yeah, but, but Paul, there's a lot of questionable prosthetics in Total Recall. Yes. Uh, a lot, I mean, the Arnold's bolting eyes, the, that, there, in no way does that look like a ah! human being. Uh, but I think I think Paul Verhoeven always had a more cartoonishness to him, so he could get away with that. Cameron always went for a more grounded and serious movie, and and that's why the odd shot of of a bad prosthetic, especially in the Terminator, uh, stands out. I mean, there's there's a like I guess in T two there's when Arnold's getting his head slammed with the uh, steel girder. It's on like a yeah like a hanger like that. You can tell that it's not him. In between shots, it goes from him to a clear dummy that gets smashed. And it's like, that stuff doesn't quite line up. But for the most part, his movies are future-proofed and, and look fucking great. There's, I mean, that, that he predicted fucking... I, I've been at malls that had full panel, like, wall screens of nature. And yet that he predicted that in a scene that's fucking cut for aliens and it's just in the special editions when, when Ripley finds out her, her daughter died of, like, old age. Because yeah. he's got, like, a fake nature wall and they i mean they created that and had to build it that looks like fucking practical with a projection screen and, and they just cut it because he's like oh it slows down the movie yep absolutely yeah even though i think it makes the movie better i do too it's it well it finally explains like major plot lines from the first film that her wanting to get back to her daughter i mean that was the whole end of that movie yeah i mean it, it gives motivation as to why she latches on the newt so quickly um but in the theatrical cut you just kind of chalk that up to uh, she's a woman and motherhood. Of course, in that there's like three other women, especially Vasquez. You don't give a shit about Newt. Ooh, I love Vasquez. <laughs> Vasquez is, is, you know, yeah. Vasquez is a, is a fucking great character. And, and she doesn't get mentioned by third wave feminism at all because of, uh, it's, it's fucking brown face. It is. She, you know, that, that's a Jewish yeah. woman with a spray on tan pretending oh. to be Latina. Uh, but, uh, so, so I feel like she doesn't get, and clearly a lesbian, right? Vasquez is, mm. is a lesbian. I thought her and Drake were made. No, Drake, that's just a friendship. That's just a very close friendship. And I think Drake's gay. Oh, really? Drake's yeah. gay, you think? No. Wow. I think Drake's gay and, and Vasquez is a lesbian and they just, they're really, really good friends. That there, there's a cutaway. I may be wrong, but isn't there like a cutaway to Drake after? Is it? I think it's the line from the soldier, the black soldier who's not uh, Apone, uh, who's just like Apollo. Uh, is his name Apollo? I have no idea. No, <laughs> are you saying because of <laughs> Apollo Creed? <laughs> he, he he says something like, um, "There's some colonists' daughters. We got to rescue from their Frost. virginity." Is that Ross? Is it, was it Frost? Is, you know, no, Frost is Frost is a, is a white guy, too. Um, I'm pretty sure Frost is the guy. Frosty. Maybe it is Frost. I don't know his name, but he says he says something like, yeah, there's, there's some colonist girls. We got to rescue from their virginity. And, and there's a cut to like Drake. And he's just like, mm. like he doesn't approve or something. I, I, I feel like there's a there's a little bit other than his deep non-sexual friendship with Vasquez. I, I feel like there's a there's there's enough of an indication that uh, Drake's gay. Okay, so forever when I was a kid, when I heard um, <laughs> Michael Beans Hicks yell, "Where's Bowski?" Yeah, I was like, said, "Where's Bowski?" Where's Bowski? I thought that forever. You can see kid. the name "Where's Bowski" on yeah, a monitor. Yeah, "Where's Bowski?" Yeah. God, what a fucking. When I was great older, movie. and I was like, I finally like had worked for 
a MMA company for a very long time, and I had gotten used to names. I was like, oh, where's Bowski? Of course. Yeah, Aliens is, is a flawless movie. Uh, but I feel like it was for a long time. I thought they were saying for some reason, where's Bowski? Uh, it's Who's a, Bowski. There's, there's things I, 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 I rewatch aliens every several years just to, to be up on it. And there's things I, I like, I never really realized that Vasquez effectively fucks over everything by damaging the reactor enough that it blows up and they mm-hmm. couldn't just, uh, hold up and wait it out. Although I guess the aliens do get in to the compound, so they couldn't have waited it out anyways. But they definitely didn't need the extra pressure of everything's about Wait, to explode. Wait, which version are you watching all the time? Uh, I typically watch special edition. Okay. okay but it's, it's, in, it, it's in both editions that Vasquez is the one who specifically no, hides, that, that is. Hi, hides but, the ammo that, sh- that was confiscated. But the but the immediacy of needing to get out of there is different in the special edition because they have the sentry uh, uh, guns. That I mean, not really, because the sentry guns are uh, a bypass when they go through the ventilation. So the well, sentry guns just, well, just the sentry guns don't right. affect the plot at all. They just stall for time, I, and they don't. But I love them. I love those scenes. I love both those scenes. It, they're so intense. They're cheap because he reuses the same explosion sh- from different angles as different. No. Predators. There's one there's, shot that's that's the exact same there's explosion. There's one shot of an alien close-up exploding. I know what you're talking about. It, no, he uses it. He uses it twice because he just had different angles on it. It was a cheaper yeah. shot. He 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 admits that that was a cheaper s- sequence and that just detracted from the story. So my uncles, um, my family has a uh, you know a very long history in the military. They fought a lot of aliens. Uh, the mil- they've been in the military. Uh, officers, things like that. Anyways, I just, so I'm now just picturing your uncle saying, is this a stand-up fight, sir, or a bug hunt? This <laughs> is a bug hunt. So anyways, one of them one time actually like went through and paused Top Gun and was like, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this. Anyways, <laughs> that type of stuff, right? Like, if you actually made day, a biting motion at a fellow uh, cadet, yeah, you'd yeah, be in trouble. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> you're not allowed to do that. Anyways, so one of the things they did was I remember they looked at the schematic and they were, uh, were able to point out like, look, there are these tunnel there are these hallways that are open yeah. and they don't describe them. And for years before the special edition was released, I knew of these hallways yeah. that made sense for the aliens should be able to have access to, but they were never described in the plot. And so I remember thinking like, oh, that's it. like funny how, you know, my uncles talk about that and it, is, and it doesn't exist in the movie. Yeah. And I would bring it up randomly. Then all of a sudden, like in the 90s, early 90s, I get the fucking, you know, special edition version of it on VHS and I put it in and I see this whole scene with sentry guns and it describes why these tunnels, why these fucking hallways were yeah. protected, why they aliens couldn't use them. And and that was like something that I remember going to them and being like, oh, my God, you know, uncle, I won't say your name and uncle, I won't say your name. There's a little yeah, there's there's a little stuff that happens with that. I'm glad we have the special editions that 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 never really bothered me. But I do know what lines you're talking about. But what what I love about that is like the idea that like that, like James Cameron put enough effort into schematics that people who actually understand that type of shit can look at them, read them, go this and this should exist. And and think of the movie's bullshit, and then and then literally James Cameron went and was like, no no no, I filmed scenes based around this shit he, and connected it all and thought it all through. He's a genius. I I I, I don't. I mean, like, and I don't say that lightly. Like, there's there's just like John Watts 
director of Spider-Man Far From Home. There's no, well, maybe, but I, I, I somehow doubt that. Uh, I, Cameron wanted to do Spider-Man in his early days, too. I know. There's people, <clears throat> my point is there's people who are just like, they can direct, meaning they can deal with crews, and they know the logistics of making a movie. They're just born directors. Uh, I think that's what Spielberg is. I'd give that to Michael Bay, uh, maybe Steven Soderbergh, plenty, plenty of directors. But then there's also just people who are, I, I think, are just like 150 IQ geniuses who can apply themselves to movies. And I think that that's, I mean, that's probably what Howard Hughes was. That's probably what, um, I think that's what James Cameron is. I yeah, definitely, both. I definitely, I, I definitely know that's what George Miller is. Cause like the guy is just like, Oh, I'll be, I'm a doctor, but occasionally I'll make movies and, and they're, I'll, I'll basically rewrite the core concept of how you make a movie. He also um, was doing Happy Feet early on, and that was a big, big proponent in mocap. He was a huge, huge yeah. trailblazer in mocap. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's that's what uh, Steve Jobs is to some degree, even though he's only more tangentially direct uh, related to movies. Um, yeah, he's, he's still he still certainly had to give direction and green lighting to things that done at Pixar. Which, you know, if you look at if you see fucking Infinity War, to, to, uh, Infinity War or Endgame, most of the studios, granted, they use like 40 different studios, but most of them are using RenderMan, which is Pixar software, which yeah. Steve Jobs was the guy who like signed like, yes, I'll pay for the foundation of this and all that stuff. So it's like that definitely influenced how movies are made today, that they all have that unified animation software for the most i mean but I know. some of my understanding with uh with all of that with pixar render man and steve jobs is that like it, it was steve jobs's understanding of getting the the asset if you will but like he's just kind of stood back from it yeah i don't think he had too much creative input yeah. in toy story i know I, no, I don't mean like that i mean like it was just like I don't think he was like really involved deeply in, in the company. No, no, it was, it was his way back into that world after being ousted by Apple. I think it was his way back in to, uh, to getting back in. Cause he, he, I mean, he, he, he basically created a Unix based OS knowing that Apple had no OS and that their nine point, whatever they were on at that time needed an up, upgrade. So just as he saw Pixar as his way into a bigger world. And hey, look, it worked. Pixar is now like basically running Disney to some degrees or portions of it. Uh, they definitely have input. I mean, I don't know what the like, does Pixar have any input in like the Lion King problem? I don't know. They're no, definitely using the soft. They're definitely using the software and I'm sure they're sharing animators. Yeah, maybe. I bet you Lion King's using different software. Do you I see the Toy Story 3 trailer? Do you see that the cat everybody fucking losing their mind over? No, I haven't. The Toy Story 3 trailer has a cat. Four. Toy Story 4. Four. Toy Story 4 trailer. Yeah, yeah, correct. Uh, has a has a cat that looks pretty much live action. Really? Yeah. But it's it's a CG cat. And everyone's like, you telling me no, that's they said you just filmed the cat and put it in the movie. It's like, no, that, that that's they, they can run your cats now. Huh? I guess I'm watching the Toy Story 4 trailer now. It's uh, it's it's a specific trailer that I think is 30 seconds long that has a shot in it. Look, maybe add cat to the search. Oh wow, it's the hot lighting. It's the hot white light. You know, that's what because it looks like a mistake. So, but it looks good because they did it that way. Yeah, there. There's the gist of it. 
Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah. At this point, you know, they can't do Grand Moff Tarkin, <laughs> but they get they got cats. Well, see, some of that's also them like just copying like actual cat motions, right? Like on top, like just really doing it on top of a cat. Yeah, and they can't do that, that with Grand Moff Tarkin because he's dead. And they can't they couldn't use Carrie Fisher for her own mocap because she's so fucking old and drug addled. Well, yeah, well, she doesn't have the same body or face all. or face or like walk. Yeah. There's well, a limp. Seven strokes related to coke. Oh, oh, geez. We'll do that to a face. She's so. amazing, though. Well, she was. She was. Yeah. She, she dead now. That is amazing. That cat. Wow. I am pretty impressed with that cat. It's a good. Tra- it, it's an interesting trailer. Uh, it looks like the focus is going to be on a, a toy that like the, the little girl, of the family or someone like that. Or maybe it's the or you know, Andy's daughter, because Andy's now an adult. No, 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 no. no. So, Have you not seen Toy Story 3? No, I, ha- I I don't remember any of it. Somebody makes it. Some, yeah, some kid a, makes a toy. At the end of Toy Story 3, Andy gives all his toys over to a little girl. OK, and the little girl is, that girl is the new owner of the toys. Yeah. So and she makes like a, a sport of shorts. Yeah. yeah, and she did. Yeah, so she makes a spork toy. Yeah, and the spork's alive now, which like really brings into like question, question how how these how the fucking mechanics of this world work. Like this is the it's weird. It's like that's the thing that Toy Story should not focus on is the mechanics of this weird world, and yet it seems like it really wants to focus on, uh, on it. It's kind of like how everyone loved the Matrix because they got how the Matrix worked and thought the Kung Fu was cool, but nobody gave a shit about the one or what the meaning or purpose of the one was, and then the sequels were entirely about. What is the one really yeah. about? <laughs> like, or the or the oh the robots uh, make Mecha City, which is called like Zero One or something like. Yeah, that. nobody fucking cared about that. Nobody was wanted to spend more time that. Nobody wanted to find out that like oh yeah the robots when they need to communicate with you make a weird baby face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that about? That's a very. I gotta rewatch the Matrix. Oh my god. Yeah. I have to rewatch. They're the all on Netflix now. Oh, I have them on Blu-ray. Fuck that. I'll put them on Blu-ray. Yeah. I'm a Blu-ray king. Matrix uh, sequels are possibly the most disappointing expansion of a, of a movie there's ever been. No, I'm telling you, if you go back and you rewatch the Matrix now, yeah. compared to the fact of what we've gotten in general now moving forward of how dull everything is. Like you look at Iron Man 2 or Thor the Dark World, yeah. you know, or like things of this nature, right? What's considered blockbusters now? You're like, oh, yeah, it's not that bad, actually. It was R-rated. They were willing to go with something different. They tried. No, the Matrix? A, for some reason, there's a giant rave in the middle of a cave. That's in the Matrix, right? Oh, you're talking about the sequels? Well, that's all. Yeah, yeah it's the sequels, yeah. Yeah. The, no, I'm saying that the, the Matrix, the movie, is, is good. Like, that could have been a Star Wars, and yeah. then you needed an Empire Strikes Back. No, no, no. As soon as you expand on 1999's The Matrix, it it, it falls apart. Not that 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 movie's fine. It's just it, that, those other films are immediately never going to be as good as. They just can't be. Why not? You don't think there's you don't think there's an Empire Strikes Back it, quality movie that can be extrapolated from The Matrix? You can't make the Dark City. You know, reloaded in Dark City Revolution. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? No, Dark like, City's a perfect movie. I think Dark City is saying. a perfect movie. And it's perfect because it is singular. Yeah, but it, the, it's Matrix, its thing. the Matrix intention, like, it sets up Zion, but you ne- like, it, it never shows it. And you need, you never needed to. Yeah, yeah you, you're right. And when you finally see Zion, it's a horrible disappointment. It's basically <laughs> yeah. just one big tunnel with a bunch of Wait, bridges. Wait, what is it? It's a giant hangar? And you have caves? by a big old elevator? 
and, and you find out that alien that aliens robots are, are coming to destroy your city. So let's fucking rave. Yeah, yeah, let's rave and have a giant wet orgy. Sorry, even well, so I, I don't know if that's just because you have to do it within the confines of an R rating, but they didn't even imply anyone was fucking there. They were just dancing. They were just no, dancing. No, if you look in the background, there's full penetration. Maybe. I don't I don't I I never I never checked hard enough. Oh, I check and jack. I remember the nipples. Every time. I remember there's nipples. There's visible nipples because it gets oh, watery. Oh, there's lots of nipples. Boy nipples, girl nipples, who knows nipples. No. Yeah, is, those, that a, is that a thick peck? I'm going to say this. Tiny too tick? much of who's, who knows nipples. There is way too much androgyny in the Matrix sequels. But yeah, but that's also what the future's supposed to be, right? I get that the future. Okay, I get their 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 casting being like everyone's just kind of brown because when you were all refugees from robots, South Park. When, when everybody's yeah, well, kind of when we're all just yeah. refugees from robots or out of work in South Park, we'll, we'll all just fuck each other until we're all kind of a brownish color. Yeah, uh, that's a great episode. Um, that's a great. That's like two episodes. It's by the way, that episode. that solves what I considered the problem of the border law, border wall. But nobody, nobody wanted to deal with it then, and they still don't want to deal with it now. That like, yeah, like we have to make it so that a Mexico is not a place people want to leave, and or b make it so that America is not handing out shits that makes them want to come here. Because uh, you didn't tweet it out at our Cool Boys account. Our Cool Boys account gets all the hot hits and all the traction. Our, our Cool Boys account is a. The desolate wasteland. It's, it's an abandoned <laughs> aquarium. I've used that analogy a couple of times. Yes, you have. Uh, yeah, I was making a point about the Matrix sequels, but they are disappointing. We, we don't care about, is it not even Jada Pinkett Smith? It's another, it's a different girl we don't care about. And her lesbian friend who get like 45 minutes in the third movie trying to blow up one squid. Oh, oh, Noah Gay. It's Noah Gay's character. Who is it's she? Like Tank's, it's like Tank's sister no. or wife or some shit well tank dozer's wife yeah one of them got completely recast and cut out of the movie because he had gotten oh like he said he was way too big for them and he demanded a huge increase and they were like well fuck you we'll just hire harold harold perino or whatever his name is yeah who's actually a good actor um oh great actor yeah well now he's on z nation so fucking Woo! cares does anyone watch that show i don't know how but still how does that show make money i don't know does anyone watch it i don't know have you ever met a person who was a dedicated fan of z nation it no. has like nine seasons what that show's been on forever wow i think it now has I'm, a netflix prequel called black summer never heard of this at all honestly you never heard of z nation no. What do you think DJ Qualls has been doing all this time? Who's DJ? He's been on Z Day. Z Nation is an is a knockoff of The Walking Dead that was on Sci-Fi that started like a year or two after The Walking Dead premiered on AMC, and it's um, the first TV series from The Asylum. What? You didn't really? know this is a show? Yeah, Z Nation. Look it up. You're typing something. I know it. No, no, no. I'm not, I'm not looking this up. What are you looking if at? If it's from The Asylum, I'm not looking it up. Well, it's got DJ Qualls and Harold Pinot, uh, and it's it's a more comical version of The Walking Dead done uh, for probably one one hundredth the budget. Well, is it like good? 
I don't know. I've never, I've never I think I've watched one episode just because I was like, what is the asylum? And it's mostly these people in rooms talking like all asylum movies. Yeah, we did it. We made an episode. Well, that was the fucking biggest cock. <laughs> um, too big. <laughs> See, that, well, that was the fucking best trailer I've ever watched. Or well, something. well, that was the fucking biggest Spider-Man Far From Home trailer I've ever fucked. Yay. Cool Boy Nation. Tell us about your cock. Too big. Also tell, no, us about too big again. also, tell us about Spider-Man Far From Home. And if you have any questions or any more insight into our Spider-Man Far From Home trailer reaction, <laughs> then let us know by emailing us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. That sentence didn't quite make sense. <laughs> New episodes of the Cool Boys podcast come out whenever. Be sure yeah. to like and subscribe to the Cool Boys and review us on iTunes. You can also donate to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Mm. We're really ra- waiting for some, some donations there. If you uh, go to that uh, site and uh, notice that there's maybe now only one <laughs> person currently uh, who's our Patreon. Uh, me only? Yeah, I think I, because mine got, uh, I had to switch credit cards and, and, and mine got <laughs> canceled. And Nolan canceled his like six months ago and didn't tell us be sure to please check out her other cool great, great cool boy central content with batman and beyond which didn't come out somebody's been busy on endgame <laughs> <laughs> somebody has been traveling to valverde on itunes soundcloud spotify and youtube valverde is nice i hear good things about amsterdam too <laughs> yeah me too i heard, I heard great things Thank you for listening. Stay cool, cool boy nation. Until next time, it's Bizies from Cock. Too big, folk. <laughs> That's Bizies from Ballard. All right. Well, we got an episode. We did it. You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by Hack and Jack. Hack and Jack.